Thomas Nee's Requiem. Was that? Could you just join? Was me? that you attempting to speak Latin? Yeah, join me. <laughs> yeah. Why aren't you getting in on it? <clears throat> I've got to fade this out. Whoa. That was so good. Fade out. Come on, man. It's, it's New Year. It is new. Happy New Year. Uh, uh, I th- I think you need to put some sort of limitation on your Amazon Prime because why? you're just accruing so much nonsense. There's, there's just a giant shelf of shit here. Mate, this absolute. Is... Being an individual who works within a marketing department, I have to bear in mind the brand that we're trying to put across. True, true. On an audio format. Yeah, and is is that why is that why you've got a gingham? Uh, sheet as well, mate. I, tone, only, I didn't have enough time died. to go to H and M Home Store. Two so we're uh, we're doing what we have. Yeah, doing what we can to get by. Just do you. It's twenty twenty. Like, let's start as we mean to go on. What poorly? Well, do we want to talk about Code Orange first, or do we want to talk about <laughs> prosthetic, prosthetic records? I only had enough. Like, I only just had enough time to listen to that um, Code is, Orange record. It is bad, and given the fact that I fucking hate Code Orange anyway, like, like my my expectations were met. I'm still gonna I'm gonna cancel that opinion. I think, uh, and I, Jamie, you agree with me here? They're not all bad. I like so. There's when Code Orange first showed up. I think I saw them with like Circle Takes the Square or something years ago. What? Really? Yeah, I know. At the Underworld. Um, Is that when they were the kids? Yeah, that was when, I think that was just before they got rid of the kids. And any <laughs> band, like that was like a thing back in like the early 2000s and like late noughties where it was like, you'd have hardcore bands that were something, something kids. Yeah. And it sucked then. Yeah. And it sucks now. It still sucks now. Um, yeah. But they got rid of the kids. Trash talk and- kids. <laughs> Um, kids like us, kids. <laughs> we got rid of the kids. Yeah. Now we're just like us. Um, and it was it was lame then. And then I saw them and was like, oh, this is okay. And then they basically just got way more ignorant and way heavier and just started doing the Gajira uh, picks, picks, scrape, sweet, sweet thing, thing on everything. And just everything is dun, 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 dun. It's very caveman. Very it? caveman. And I liked it. I genuinely liked it. Like the mid-era stuff, like right in the middle when they're Code Orange, like the I Am King stuff. I Am King's good. good forever like, was okay. Yeah, Forever was all right. I mean, they basically then started sort of turning into like a bit Slipknot. They added Corey Taylor and suddenly everything changed. It's all trash. It's all fucking But now it. it's like... Oh, it's just... It's like if Ministry were ever... <laughs> good. <laughs> I don't know. So I'd say, say ministry so you say good, 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 good ministry is still bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind. I don't mind good ministry, like a really early ministry. But this new Code Orange sounds like Union Underground, Powerman Five Thousand, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater soundtrack with Billie Whatever. Eilish. With Billie Eilish, yeah. on keyboards, yeah. Where the fuck did that person come yeah. from? It's and just not good, they're... but it just does. It does that for what, like two minutes. Yeah. Boring, boring, boring. And then it's like, oh, well, now we'll just play a heavy part that's exactly the same as what we used to do, just in case people hate this. Have you watched the video? <laughs> Have you watched the video? Yeah. With their really, like, their cost-cutter Harley Flanagan on bass. Oh, it's, I mean, he's always been in it. Yeah, I know he has, but he, isn't he the guy you like fucking... Oh, he does He does a bit of that. He yeah. blades himself on stage. Yeah. Just bang into it. Yeah, pop. I mean, they've got a, like... 
They've got a brand. They've like got a brand. Got a brand. And I will hand it to them like it works for them and yeah. it's gotten them have got them to a level and like uh, For sure. WWE loved them. Yeah. Also Really? What? Yeah, yeah, they did a um I can't remember who it was for. They did a WWE What, like an intro, intro song? Yeah, yeah, with the singer from Incendiary as well, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they did like a WWE I, I will concede Earth. to, I don't mind the fact, it's not the fact that they're trying to bring that sound into the mainstream. I don't mind that at all. I think that's perfectly fine. What I do mind is that the caliber of what they're releasing now is just so low. It's like bottom of the barrel. You're going to have to explain this stuff. to me because I listen to it and I don't like Code Orange at any point. I've I've desperately tried to listen to Forever. Like- um like, I mean, this is the thing, like, because you were just, like, you were just saying that they kind of sounded a little bit like Slipknot. And there is one band that I they do actually... They don't sound they, No, they don't, but... But they have that kind of... Accessibility. Yeah. But in terms of, because, I mean, you said that they're going all, like, weird, new metal-y, industrially. Like, I have no problem with that kind of new metal sound, because I actually thought the Vane record yeah. was quite good. yeah. Well, the main record is way more Slipknot than... Yeah, yeah. And that, yeah. Well, I mean, that one track is just Eyeless. Yeah. But I dig Eyeless, so it's fine. <clears throat> Before we continue, do we want to kick the hornet's nest and talk about Dragged into Sunlight? Yeah, I don't know do anything about this. It? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, actually, no. Um, maybe, maybe a tiny bit. Is this one too close to home? No, nah. fuck it. Who gives a shit? No, it's not. Of course it isn't. No. Um, so, prosthetic records have been a bit... Aren't they, like, at the forefront of, like, progressive thinking music? See, and... Apparently. Okay. Uh, I, sent a, <clears throat> I sent a picture, a screenshot of... Uh, you were saying in our group chat that you've been starting shit online. Oh, oh I don't Code Orange. Trying to start yeah, trying shit online. I don't no follow our... Um, trying really our... hard to troll people on Twitter about Code Orange and Are failing. you doing that via Nobody our account? biting. It's like, I'm in an empty room. Are you doing that via our account? Yeah. Oh, okay, because I'm not on top of this um, whatsoever. So whatever the fuck you're saying. I sent I sent a screenshot of um, Dragon Sunlight's Instagram post mm. uh, to a friend, and he went, "Oh no, not them!" And I was like, well, "It was a bit of an odd reaction." So I was like, "What do you mean?" And he was like, "Oh wait, no, I've just read it. I just thought they've been accused I, I of something. I instantly thought they were diddlers." <laughs> 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 you link some, you link a band to someone like that and think, oh, have you heard the news? And it's like, they're either yeah. Nazis yeah. or they've or they're P- or they're someone Ian they shouldn't Watkins. have. Yeah. <laughs> or they're Ian Watkins. Yeah, exactly. Did you hear about I Ian saw Watkins? A, did you hear about Ian Watkins? Yeah. yeah. I saw a picture recently that someone resurfaced from like a issue of Kerrang! or something from before he obviously, all that stuff happened and yeah. came to light. And um, it was a picture of like, who do these celebrities look like? And it had put Ian Watkins next to the child catcher from Chitty Chitty Bang Fucking Bang. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. Like, what what was the what was the amount of time between it being like publicised that he was diddling kids, and to him actually like going to court? Because was there a was there a amount he got of time no? He, that, I think it was pretty quick. He got arrested yeah. for it, and it came out. And then because was, the next picture that I saw of him, which wasn't that soon after. It like it I don't know whether shot. you saw it, like the mug shot where yeah. he's then got like grey hair, yeah. has put on like twenty pounds. You're asking the wrong and people, Matt. I think the person we should be asking is Fern Cotton. Oh fuck yeah! 
she must have known something was up. You know, and also easy access because she was probably doing kid shows at the time. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, welcome to X Anyway, we were talking about all about diddlers. We were talking about um, (laughs) dragged into sunlight, right? Yeah, Yeah. prosthetic records. Um, I think we'll save this for another time. What? (laughs) No, we're too far in now. By the way, okay, you dangled that carrot. Basically, from what I gather and what Dragged Into Sunlight have posted online is that prosthetic records, just so everyone's aware, it's about quarter to ten in the morning and Matt is cracking out the black label. It's just unscrewed the cap on a it's not very, his first. very, very empty bottle of whiskey. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, prosthetic, God, prosthetic, prosthetic have released a Dragged Into Sunlight record uh without the band's consent essentially and was this an old record like a reissue of a i think they i think they sent prosthetic demos Mm. and prosthetic were basically just like we need this by this point and it's a deadline and you need to get it in and they sent the artwork and everything and dragon and sunlight according to the band are not seeing a single penny from the release it was uh published on Bandcamp. it was published published on spotify and everything because uh, prosthetic have uh access to that um my heart bleeds the- but i've never seen a penny from any music that i've put out so but <laughs> i mean we never really uh <laughs> made, made any money made any money yeah. or sold enough or yeah good point we're in the red yeah um it's very sad it's very sad uh, I mean, come on, like... What are you talking about? It's just very sad that man never made any money. Nah, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. You got a lot of free holidays, basically. It was good. I saw the world. I saw... Oh, you saw Northern saw, Europe. Yeah, saw I saw Northern Slovenia. Yeah. <clears throat> right. Should we do a proper introduction? That's... Uh, yeah, ages. so uh, welcome to Eggs and Ferris podcast, the podcast all about heavy metal. My name's Matthew. With me is one of my co-hosts, Tom... And the other co-host, Jamie. How's everyone doing? Yeah. How's everyone's right. New Year's been? Have you made any resolutions? Um, no. No. Be better. Be better. Yeah. Well, we fucked that up already. Yeah. I'm going to get better at football, I've decided this year. Yeah? Yeah, I've been playing it for about a year or so. Now. Hey, Jamie. Sports, man. Yeah. What's the offside rule? <laughs> you want me to explain the offside rule? Please. Skip to the end. It's when you're offside. <laughs> and that's that. That is that. Cool. Uh, Liverpool, huh? Liverpool, 38 games unbeaten. Beat Tottenham 1-0 yesterday. Do you follow football, Tom? Uh, I dabble. I don't like Liverpool, uh, by the I way. I diddle in football. You diddle. Okay. Yeah. I have not. I've been to one football game in my entire life, and that was Ipswich. I was about to say. Yep. We've all it? been to see Ipswich. Have you? We've been to see Tewin. We're all from Tewin. <laughs> I, yeah, it's just not something like I wish. It was almost like when Jamie was explaining his love of Tolkien. Like I wish I cared about something that much in which there's such oh, right. a culture Mr. behind fucking it. Edge Lord. Yeah, and I, no, also, I wish that I could harsh. just feel something about something for like no, just not, five like, minutes, man. It would be so nice. And not in a harsh way, but when I like when I see people like getting All really enthusiastic about it, I wish I could care that much about something, but I just don't. I just. You care, you care about Twin Peaks and buying your little yeah. trinkets. Yeah, put, but you to don't get on, together to with the, the lads, do here. you? And you care like, about have whiskey. a drink. Yeah, you just I just drink but alone. So mm. 
I don't get right. together with Tolkien people and have a drink with them. No. I just oh, enjoy it. <laughs> speaking of which... <laughs> That's bollocks. Speaking of which, so 2019 was a pretty busy year. Pretty busy year for you, apparently, because you finished a two-year game of Dungeons & Dragons. <laughs> yes. Is that yes. correct? Yes, I did. Did you cry? Um, no, I didn't cry. Was that it a was, roller coaster? Of it was emotions. It was a roller coaster of emotions. Um, okay. I've been playing, yeah, Dungeons & Dragons for about three yeah. years now. Just this five, one game, or was this? No, this is the second campaign. We did one for about a year, and then yeah. we did another one. Did you get the girl? Did you, did you get it to completion? Oh, I completed. <laughs> did, <laughs> with, you with, with, did you nut it? Did you I completed game? with great vigor and much alacrity. <laughs> um, uh, no, we we uh, beat the. We were playing the off-the-shelf adventure Tomb of Annihilation, okay, which was excellent, and mm. um, our good friend Joe. Um, DM'd and did a fantastic job uh, bringing to life all the characters and managing the story and in the hearts kind of and minds of it was excellent. I got a um, I got the final landed the final <laughs> blow on I the on the big boss. I got a badge. I got Who a badge. was the big boss? The big boss is a lich called a Seric. Okay, oh, nice. evil, what does that look like? What's his beef? Was a, a lich is a undead necromancer wizard guy. Okay, and he's he's never played the capturing. Lich, yeah. He's using a big thing to capture people's souls and get himself loads of power, basically. So you have to go and stop True. him. And I got it's the real final thing. I got the final blow on him. Did with you? A fucking <laughs> I bet you fucking did. <laughs> yeah, right, okay. Could you give a lich a lethal blow? Basically, do you want me to I can I can explain it. No, you don't. Please. Just how much can we just... just how no no no, no I, seriously, this the my last turn uh-huh. because I'd saved my action surge, right? So as an eleventh level fighter, I get three attacks per attack when on my attack action. An action surge gives me an additional action on my turn which i can use once per long rest <laughs> mm. so i had six attacks on this yeah. guy um an additional attack because i dual wield so i get a, a bonus action on that so i can have one more attack um so i in one turn i'd save this up and made sure i could get really close to the guy and made my seven attacks on this dude in one attack um combined with the fact that i have a uh a uh, flame tongue longsword, which does an additional two d six fire damage. Yeah. Um, so, and the combined with the fact that we also um, had uh, one of the spirits of the nine gods, um, sort of in, as part of us, as part of the camp, the, that part of the dungeon. Um, so, which provides me with an additional three d six psychic damage every time I hit him. Okay. So, in all, in all, I did about one hundred and seventy damage total to this guy, which caused him to instantly try and teleport out of the battle and Joe nicely allowed me to have an attack of opportunity as he teleported out which I rolled a natural 20 on and did about another 40 damage to him and completely fucked him up basically which was what if he nice. was what if he was coming really hard <laughs> so um who was the guy who invented D&D Gary Gygax so right. if you, you take- la- if you landed the final blow would that have made a guy gags Get out. <laughs> what if he was coming from behind? Oh, I came at him from behind. <laughs> did you? Rigorously. Did he, did he realize your. Did he, did he notice your. Oh, he, camp? he felt the full force of my um, <laughs> weapon. Your Valyrian steel. Uh, it's not Valyrian steel, that's Game of Thrones. Right. Matthew. Should we, um, <laughs> should we uh, get into the topic? No, your fandoms. No yeah. news. So, well, this, this episode is, is kind news. of like a whole bunch of news. Yeah. If anything, it's almost like a recap of what we've done. Not what we, we, we've we done, but what the community <laughs> what have has we done. done. Yeah. Not where we start this podcast. This is now episode 14. Is it? I want to say, which is impressive, but I would, my. Um, committed. Yeah. My. Um, we have more episodes than listeners. 
Yeah. No. No. We're yes. we're very we're very popular in Canada for some reason. Oh yeah, that one dude that's stopped messaging us. Oh yeah. He used to harass us on a weekly basis, but I think we put him off. Yeah, because we started talking about uh, uh Dark Throne or something. No, I oh, we were calling Judas out Priest. like um oh yeah, we were calling out people for being homophobic. Yeah. Um and he insinuated that we were homophobic no i can't remember I what was he, going on i think he insinu- i think he insinuated that we were uh talking about the metal community as a whole i want to apologize like if this person is still listening to us and we're just talking yeah. shit on him right love now. you man yeah, yeah. like and su- like and subscribe <laughs> uh so yeah let's talk about 2019 so what whole. year it has been what a year it was. Yeah. Well, not in your opinion. No. So we, yeah, we're going to do a thoroughly, little bit of... Um, thoroughly could, insulting about 2019 as, yeah, a, fuck as a year I in care. metal. I, my, my opinion of metal in general has dropped through the floor as of recently. That's insane. All I want to know. Why? I, was, I was walking along the other day just listening to Iowa. Like, because I needed to resort to something. What? And I just, I, I find this so bizarre. To, why? Because 2019 was one of the strongest years for metal releases. I wouldn't say it's one of the strongest. For a long time. I think when we were initially talking about this and Matt was talking shit on like, there hasn't been anything good in 2019, blah, 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 anything like that. I was like, nah, there's been loads of shit. It's great. And then when I went to put my top 10 records of 2019 together, there's a couple on there, as we discussed earlier, that... I found it a slight hard time picking stuff that I genuinely really loved. So there was a couple of spots right at the end where I was just like... Filling in and blanks. A little bit of filler. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So There's nothing wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong with that. <clears throat> but I've got a well, Maybe I just don't listen. To, I, I have definitely... My problem this year is I actually haven't really gone out of my way to listen to a lot of right. stuff. I've listened to the same like four Cranberry songs about a thousand times. <laughs> Right. So okay. you- well, I've got a list that we'll go through later on of notable releases. Not all of them are good, but notable nonetheless. Uh, but we'll, we'll we'll touch on that later. Um, so I guess probably the biggest news of the year. And I mean, we've already talked about this, but I feel like we do need a bit of a recap. Yeah. Is Petushka versus Petushka? Yeah. Uh, they definitely, I'm trying to think who would take the crown of being the biggest, like, dick of the year. Mm. And I was thinking, should I just put Metal Blade in there? And I thought, no, I've done a few. I think they're almost worse than the the fake Batushka. What, Metal Blade? Yeah. Or the Metal Blade Batushka? No, as in... Oh, the the label. Metal Blade, the label, are worse than the band that they put out for enabling also recently they've cancelled like they've cancelled again batushka the fake batushka have cancelled their tour like they due to mitigating circumstances so they were supposed to be going on tour and now they've now they've delayed the tour again after metal blade delayed it last year because of the lawsuit uh and now they've delayed it again until late 2020 so they're just... Well, that's a recipe of champions because that's what we do with this fucking podcast. Yeah, it's just pushing it back. Yeah. So have you got um, sort of an abridged so, rundown of what happened again? Because we we do have an episode specifically about this. Which I haven't listened to. Have you not? No. All right. Okay. So as far as I'm aware, basically it was obviously split between two cams, which was, what was this, the, the dirt. 
Is it the yeah. derp? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The derp yeah. and derf. the other one. Derf. 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 Um, the derf and the fake Batushka. And both of them released records quite soon after each other. I've only actually listened to one of them, which is the derf's record. Yeah. And I actually thought it was quite good. Yeah. I, like... <laughs> I mean, you, when their first record came out, because I couldn't tell whether it was just gimmickry or whether mm. people actually actually thought that this was a, a, a Legitimate release with like, with, like, substance. Yeah. But I actually thought it was all right. And it actually sounded like something that was crafted and was not just shoved together at the last minute in order to make deadlines to mm. kind of supersede the... Yeah. the other release, which is what the other one was, which didn't even manage to do it because Durf released his before anyway. Yeah. Um, so, but didn't we mention previously that they've now reconciled and... They're, they're trying to, I think. So I don't know if they're just... I, I don't know whether that means they're just trying to settle... Does this mean that this band now has three albums in the space of like two years? I don't know, man. I just think Batushka in general, they had a very unhealthy 2019 regardless of the content that we got from them you're never going to come back from that kind of thing like you're really not even if it's legit yeah your band is forever marred by just this whole it's like the worst like shit throwing competition on a facebook page on the planet it's completely public and everyone knows about it and it's just embarrassing it tarnishes all of the material mm. that they've released. I can't yeah. listen to any Batushka now without like thinking it's a joke. Is that no. too extreme? Uh, no, I think you can still. I think you can still listen to it. I don't think you'd be able to go see them live because obviously they have such a um, yeah such a performance element around it. Can one of you guys just give me the the For- real real basics, the key plot points to this? Right, because I have no idea what you're talking about. Really? Yeah. Right. Oh, fucking okay. hell. So there is this band called Batushka. I, as I have now Googled. Have you never listened to? No. Fucking hell. Right. Why are you so honest? they're, what, what do we, what do we say they are? They're like orthodox, like. Yeah. Uh, oh God, what do they want to call it? Their music and lyrics, lyrics, which are written exclusively, exclusively in old church Slavonic language yeah. and are inspired by Eastern Orthodox churches. The band members wear habits and Eastern Orthodox yeah. schemas during live performances to conceal their identities. In contrast with many other black metal bands, they use seven and eight string guitars. Mm. So you do so know them? I'm looking at the <laughs> <laughs> So they're, they're a band that released an album in 2015. Um, Christoph Drabikowski? Yeah, yeah, so that is the derf. Um, so we have two camps. The Durs. The Durs. We have two camps. Basically, they released an album in 2015. Everyone thought it was very good. They toured with like Behemoth. So much like, hype. Yeah. Everyone was all about them. And to be honest, the record is actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, I've been on like loads of forums where everyone's just talking shit and saying it's like a gimmick, but it's it's actually all right. Um, they got then, a lot of attention. Like yeah. main from the mainstream press as well. Yeah. Then plot thickens because the guitarist who is the person who founded it came up with the idea behind it wrote all the music wrote all the lyrics he got ousted by the guy who they got into sing who was also their record label owner at the time uh he got ousted by him and then he filled out 
the rest of the band members by like isn't one of them like his son or something oh, like the guitarist that. is his son Not now sure. um so dude so, starts band dude starts dude, dude gets start, singer dude for band. band singer boots dude out of his own band yeah, yeah. now there's two bands now there's two bands and they both claim the name okay and, and they now there's a lawsuit uh Dude who started original band is completely cut out of all social media for original band. Mm-hmm. Has to publicly address the situation. They've been. He posted a really like it was almost sad. Yeah, very like unique. he did a um yeah a very very sad YouTube video of him talking about the whole situation. I did feel bad for him, but like the other guy, what's his name? What's his what's his face? Uh. Isn't fucking Christrick. Uh, oh, Bart. That's it. Oh, Bart. Uh, yeah. Bart. He is the singer, and he posts a lot of shit on their Facebook, kind of almost talking about like, oh, he did you see the picture of him wearing um the t-shirt, which is like a a, a rebranded fake taxi. Oh, it says fake Batushka on it. But basically, guy gets ousted. Still wants to claim the name because technically, well, technically, he did start the band. He created everything behind the band, including yeah. all the music. And now it's original gone in- dude. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's gone into this big lawsuit. Metal Blade haven't made it any better by essentially, obviously, jumping on the hype wagon mm. and getting quote unquote fake Batushka in to do another album. And the the new album, so there's, there was two albums released last year by this yeah. band which is this is getting really complicated uh durf who's the one who got ousted he released yeah. an album which he recorded by himself i believe under the name of batushka yeah uh yeah but it was like he didn't ever call it like batushka in terms of the like a like um like the english alphabet so it's still yeah. in that slavic alphabet um but yeah and he released an album and it's pretty good yeah and then bad. Fake Batushka released, uh, like, an album. Hospody? Yeah. Uh, They released an album, but everyone was dicking on it. Like, they should have... It's It's just really uninspired, to the point in which they actually... It's quite cheap. And Metal Blade, no. There's no way how they don't know. So they they released a song and then just turned off all the likes and all the comments (laughs) on the YouTube video. So they knew... You know something's bad when they don't want anyone to interact with it in any way. Yeah. So here we are. And now apparently they're getting back together. So there's like some discussion behind the scenes about... But yeah, we I think we ended up reading out like a whole legal letter (laughs) on this, like on on the podcast. But... That's that's definitely one of the uh, lowlights of the year, I'd say. It's just messy and it gives... Metal in general really bad. Gives it a bad reputation. I mean, I guess it's the point, like... Is that that gives metal a bad reputation? <laughs> yeah. I mean... I think... If we want to go talk, start talking about Filthy Phil, Anselmo. Oh. Zeke Eiling. Has Zeke he done Eiling it again? Is he hasn't done it this year, has he? That was... Um, I think he did it in 2019 as well. Did he? Yeah. What, when? That's when the video came out. No, that came out like two years ago. I thought that was. I mean, he's still a piece of shit in 2019. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter how much you like Pantera, it's still a bunch of fucking rednecks. I tell you, Uh, I tell you, who's more of a dickhead? I think of 2019 is um, Nurgle. 
I think he needs to. What be... is your problem with Nurgle? He's a prick. He just he does need to fucking chill out. I followed him on Instagram for a little bit, right? I and fucking I, I half love his the hot time, yoga. <clears throat> pardon? Yeah, so, so half the time is him. Um, so yeah, running. I, I, yeah, I like I like Behemoth. I've liked Behemoth for a while. The newer stuff. The not, last record was a good record. The last record's all yeah. right, but there's like a really there's like a sweet spot right in the middle mm. where they're fucking great. Yeah, like yeah. everything from like Demigod mm. and all that up to, to he's um, no, you're not you know uh, to the Satanist. Yeah, basically, yeah. Satanist is great. Satanist is yeah. really good, but um, he is like the he's an antagonist. Considering considering the, the, the company that he keeps as well. So he is, I mean, I have a specific interest because he like goes on about like plant-based diet yeah, and whatnot. And but, but, he he has this he has this really weird left wing leaning philosophy in some places. Yeah. And then just does really antagonistic things like yeah. wearing a Nazi SS uniform for like Halloween. But I'm just getting at the fact that half the time, like when I followed him on Instagram, half the time was just him fucking plugging this barber shop that he had like shares in or something. And like going down there and be like, just getting a haircut, guys. Yeah, the place I own. And it's man's got to like, make money. The thing like, is, obviously, that's yeah, what dude, we'd dude, be doing if we dude, could. Dude fucking <laughs> hustles, but yeah. he's it, really, just, it just sucks. He's, he's a good looking yeah. guy. He is. He's, a tr- he's very he's very He's very small, isn't he? Yeah. However, he but, is a douchebag. He is <clears> a douchebag. <throat> what has he done that's offended you so much? Um, or is this all down to his YMCA getting kicked out for wearing a dark front shirt? Yeah, which he made up. Okay. What, just full on fake true. news? Yeah. Why? I don't know. For, for, um, for the lols of it. It still blows my mind that he was on the Polish equivalent of The Voice Fucking or whatever it was. Yeah. He's an idol. Although, to be honest. I mean, they don't really have anyone have, else, do they? Yeah, exactly. He shat all over Antifa as well, 2019. Yeah. For no reason. So, he, I know they're just as bad as each other. I know he's good friends. <laughs> well, he's a real fascist. I know he's, like, good friends with, like, the guys. Well, he's good friends with, like, Doyle from... The Misfits, who's like very left leaning, and then he's like good friends with fucking John Joseph from Chromags or Chromags Jr. or whatever they're called now. That's another fucking band that are having legal troubles around the name. Jesus yeah. Christ! Uh, and then oh, he's isn't like, there a similar thing with Leeway? Oh yeah, it's I mean, Leeway, Leeway NYC. Yeah, who I really like a couple of their new songs, but the was, video, the video for. Was her song released last year? It's one of the most embarrassing things I've ever seen. It literally looks like someone's A-level, like, coursework. Was that song released last year? (laughs) Was that song released last year? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Or was it 2018? No, it was last year. It slaps, though. It does slap. Yeah, that's going in my top ten. You can't (laughs) let me give it in your top ten. I can do whatever I want. Don't give it away, Matt. It's a single. Yeah. They literally, their, their Spotify is um I've got an EP. Sad, considering the heights that they once were at. Mm. Uh, what? Leeway? Well, the heights of like, they're quite a revered band I... in certain circles. And the fact that there's, that our shit old, not our shit old band, but the band we haven't done for years yeah. gets more monthly listens than Leeway do. Fuck nice. <laughs> nice. Well, Leeway nice. NYC. She yeah. okay? Sick. <laughs> 
But I, then, again, yeah. then again, on 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 Lee, the actual leeway, it's just got that one of their weird later albums. Anyway, so, so yeah, so but also he he has company with what's her name? I got a big old crush on her though. Singer from Arch Enemy. Not not old, Angela Gosso. No, the new one, Alyssa White Gulls. Gulls, G L U Z. But yeah. they they were always supposed to be like a anarchist, um, anarchist black no not black metal what, a lot of death metal band yeah yeah oh speaking of which they had some shit as well who this year Arch Enemy uh, mm. did you see um, something about the uh, the issue around a photographer wanting to come to one of their shows oh no fuck that's it so. He's researched. Excellent. He's researched. Excellent journalism. Yeah. So basically, they used one of their, they used a journalist's photography for a, like a paid promotion on Instagram. Oh, right. And but the didn't... guy was like, what the fuck? You didn't ask me about this. And they got an email back from Angela Gosso. Gosso? No. Well, she hasn't been the singer for a while. No, but she is their manager now. Oh, okay. Um, just saying, like you should be happy just for the uh, uh, just for the exposure. Uh. And as Jamie, you are a man of photography and cinematography. In fact, how do you feel about that? Um, well, obviously, it's complete bullshit. Yeah, especially from especially from someone else working in a creative industry. Mm. Like, Who, who's that? <laughs> well, a manager of a muse, an artist. Like, yeah, but are you referring to yourself? No, no, I'm talking about, about the Gosso. interaction between Angela Gosso. Uh, good. I was just checking that you you don't think you're in the creative industry. It's fine. I, I work in a creative industry. Oh, you do think? That? Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Um, Please continue. Especially coming from someone else who works and will have been in that band back when they weren't big and know that it's fucking difficult when you're starting off really small. Not saying this photographer person is small. I don't know who the hell they are, but like it's hard enough especially a photographer when people expect you to just take a photo for them and then don't have to pay for it and whatever. Yeah. Um, you should, when you're working with, if it's a band like Arch Enemy, who are a big professional band, they should pay for their shit. They shouldn't just be nicking someone's stuff, using it and then trying to pass it off as, well, you should be thankful we used your photo. It's such a fucking blessing that we used your photo. You ungrateful so-and-so. Like... <laughs> Like it's, 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 just, it's just not how you would expect a professional band to act. Considering uh, how much they're probably making off merch sales alone. Yeah. And then well, just, and, but also considering like, and considering that was actually a paid promotion. Yeah. yeah picture they're on getting their paid Instagram. to do it, but it's just, it's, it's, it's just for like, they should know better. They would have been yeah. in that situation before and it's, just doing things based off of, Oh, but you know, the exposure, that's what's going to help you out. So yeah. it snowballed like, it snowballed in like a PR way. Wouldn't you just pay someone off? Just give them, give them the NDA. Yeah. Just. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. But the thing yeah. is, paying for usage of a photo like that, it's not that expensive. Just give them, just chuck them like 500 quid. Yeah, it's a few hundred pounds. Okay. Yeah. Just chuck us 500 quid for this podcast. <laughs> Please, yeah. Please set that Patreon up. Yeah, fucking hell, that'd be terrible. What additional They'll content? They'll get nothing. What, nothing. what possible additional content yeah. could we give people? We're on the highest tier right now. <laughs> yeah. I think. This is all you're getting. Uh, speaking of pilfering uh, creative materials from an Choice cards. Uh, Iron Maiden, 
uh, last year took legal action against a software company for the creation of Ion Maiden, uh, the game, the video game, claiming it was a blatant infringement of their trademark. What, Ion so spelled I-O-N. I-O-N. Yeah. Right, okay. What is this, like lasers in space or some shit? They just... Uh, lasers in space. I don't know. Some fucking... I don't know, some for van- what vanilla. Happened? What happened to you? Well, I just don't what care anymore. To you? I, I I haven't even seen oh, the new I'm Star Matthew, Wars. I just like Muay Thai now. Yeah, I, I haven't fuck, even fuck seen the new Star Wars. Like Come on, Jamie, like tell that. us about the new Star Wars. If we're doing a review of 2019. It was bang average. And the thing is, can we do like a spoiler alert thingy? Like if you haven't seen Star Wars yet, I am about to talk about it. Okay, skip, and to, so this, skip, skip to this time. Uh, skip approximately... 15 seconds. No, it'll be longer yeah, than that. Please, yeah. please Skip. just keep it to 15 seconds. Um, Didn't you I felt, say, no, Tom, I'm I want to take this out with Tom quickly because earlier he said that the like the mythos and the lore behind Star Wars was more interesting than it is for the Marvel universe. Yeah. Oh, and absolutely it is. Yeah. No, fuck off. Absolutely it is. No, it is. everyone's Marvel, related to no, everyone else. No, 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 that's fucking... That isn't, hang I on, can't even. Hang on, wait. I'm going to ring the bell. I'm going to ring the bell. And then when it rings again, we have to change the topic. Okay, okay fine. Right? Cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, A, so Star Wars lore and everything is fantastic, especially if you include all the extended universe stuff. Yeah. No, it's right, quite What's next? News, no, no, just, just for one second. Right. Just for one second. Rise of Skywalker. This is a review of 2019. Rise of, Rise of Skywalker was so painfully average mm. and there were so many missed chances to make cool shit okay tom have you seen it do you care about me talking about it no i, I haven't seen it but i don't care you don't care I, I will i will get around to watching it but i don't care what i just read the i was like look this film the is whole two nearly three hours long I, i'm just gonna read the wikipedia i get page. i get that it's jj trying to fix a lot of the shit that happened with last jedi right that it was objectively out. a bad movie there was some no right so <laughs> tom is getting tom incensed is that we're getting he so, was like this is the, ma- the, main, so the main thing that i'm annoyed about with rise of skywalker mm. is the absolute farce that was the t- <laughs> end of um the end of uh ben solo's story arc and the fact that it was just a waste of probably the best character in the entire three new films the rest of them whatever but the fact that it ended with him just sort of climbing out of a hole in the ground doing a little healy thing and then just not saying a word the fact we didn't get him hanging out with Chewie flying the Millennium Falcon about fucking shit up having an excellent time would have been a much that would have been a much better film if that had happened halfway through the film and then he'd have joined everyone else and then been like well yeah I'm fucking I'm sick now I'm a, I'm a cool guy <laughs> because Adam Driver has been the best part of those three films. Cause Wait, he's just, did you see him in marriage story? I haven't oh, seen marriage story yet. So good, I'm going okay. to love it. Yeah, but that's right. the thing. Adam right. Driver is superb. Anyway, sorry, Tom. Right. Handbrake turn back into the subject. So, what uh, you talking Iron about? Maiden, uh, the game. How did yep. we get there? Had to, oh, fuck knows. <laughs> had to, cause you said something about lasers. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, they had to change the name to Ion, Ion Fury, uh, which is a cyberpunk first person shooter video game. Uh, and the player assumes the role of Shelley Bombshell Harrison. Okay. So it's just sticking women Very in backwards. main roles. Just to, yeah, so... Uh, just to play games. It was back in May. Iron Maiden uh, would be suing the 3D Realms company for $2 million. 
for the misappropriation and use of virtually identical imitation of the Iron Maiden trademark. Just in the name? Pretty much. So there's no imagery? I think, or... I think the imagery as well was involved. There's no, um, what's his face? What's his name? Eddie. No. Yeah, the main character's <laughs> called Eddie. I'm a massive, sometimes I'm a mummy, sometimes I'm a pharaoh, sometimes I'm a World War II guy, sometimes... Well, if we do want to talk about movies, mm. I think it would be remiss not to address the metal movie of 2019. Oh, right, this could Mid- go Midsummer. two ways. This could go to, did you see Midsummer? Oh, well, by, by the metal movie of 2019, you mean The Dirt, the... Uh, yeah, I was about to say, oh, it could go two ways. Are we talking about Lords of Chaos? The Motley Crue biopic, yeah. which was, I watched the entire thing and didn't hate. What, Motley Crue? Yeah. Yeah, I watched no. it as well. It was, did, it was atrocious. It was, it was terrible, but that, I got some kind of base enjoyment out of it. That band atrocious. Yeah. They're disgusting But it's got Ramsey Bolton in it. Who I oh, yeah. who that I saw weird. who I saw in Clapton a few months ago. Oh great. Yeah. Tell us more about that. Uh nothing. He, Tom, was, just the looking bell. At, he was just looking ring at the bell. Oh I can't even that was this week. <clears throat> yeah, Laws of Chaos was Laws of Chaos. Did you see it in the no. Oh what the f- fuck? I was hell, hoping for some here? fresh take on this. I know I'm a liability. Yeah, and now now we've just got what we've already discussed. I mean we've stewed on it for a while now. I would probably say in terms of so I my civilian job is uh, working for a cinema company. And because I've been highly stressed out, which has bled into this a podcast. A cinema company that may have had recent controversies surrounding. Uh, yeah. 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 You can cut that bit out. Yeah. Um, so um, I have had barely any chance to go to the cinema this year. So by default. Just by working in one. Yeah, by the default. Irony. I'm not a fucking popcorn slinger. I work in head office, mate. Um, oh, what a bastard. Yeah. <laughs> so. I'm not one of the great unwashed. Yeah. Um, so Shout out to all the popcorn slingers out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So by default, Lords of Chaos has entered my top 10. Sheerly by what? the fact that I haven't had a chance to watch many other films that I would slap in my top Jesus. 10. Jesus, really? Um, so oh just off the top of my head right now, top five, we're going to go not in any any order, Lords of Chaos, Midsummer, Marriage Story, because it was released in cinemas briefly. Um, uh, fucking hell, who else? I don't know. Birds of Passage. Oh. I want to say The Lighthouse, but everyone's saying yeah. it's being released this year. No, but it technically, it's no, it yeah, technically yeah. last year. Yeah. That counts. Lighthouse was good. That counts. Um, let me let me tell you this. Taking it back to metal. Okay. Uh, Lords of Chaos. I will say this about the movie: it's better than Mayhem's last record. Yeah, fair play. But was it hard? Like the bar was pretty fucking low. True. True. I nowhere still... near as good as Ultimas though. Right. So, was anyone was anyone actually going into Lords of Chaos expecting it to be a genuine depiction of what? Happened? Surely not. I think Jonas Ackerman probably was. Uh, right. It wasn't because he was there. It, was, it wasn't a documentary. No. And also, everyone was a fucking shitbag. Mm. <laughs> from like, like no one, no one was a nice person. So you have to empathise with someone. So yeah. why not Rory Culkin? Yeah, getting Jeez. stabbed in the fucking forehead. 
That is probably one of the most brutal scenes I've yeah. seen in a long time. To the point in which my partner who went to watch it with me was that like, for I was... pretend Euronymous or something? Yeah. Yeah. What? The uh, Rory. What, what, Rory Culkin? Yeah. 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 <clears throat> okay. So you're telling me that you haven't seen Fat Varg? I haven't seen Fat, Fat Varg. I haven't seen... Fat Varg is particularly Fat. fat. Well, that sounds excellent. Um... And he is. I'm going to. I'm going to watch it. I will probably watch it when I get home now. Yeah, he's a fantastic actor as well, Emery Cohen. Yeah. And I know that. Varg, Not in that movie though. No. Have you seen him in Brooklyn? Yeah. He's very dreamy good. in Brooklyn. Yeah. Like, I have a big old crack. But then he got really fat. Like, is he, in, is, 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 he as, <laughs> is he as dreamy as Number One Dreamboat Timothy Camembert Chalamet? Chalamet. Uh, I'd say in, that, in especially in I'd say in Brooklyn he's more dreamier. Not as Varg though. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. As Varg. Moving. Um. Moving yeah. on. Let's move on. Has your opinion changed on the film? Have you watched it since? Uh, is it a film that you would go back and watch again? Because I think it is. Maybe once. I really enjoyed it, and I just I don't view it as a film about metal. I just view it it's as a film movie. about of like yeah. like a cautionary tale. I think it's of, misguided. I think the whole thing. Of what is, happens if you um, listen to metal? <laughs> I think it's. <clears throat> we've come full circle. I, I don't the like to use the term circle. unnecessary because yeah. all art <laughs> essentially is could be deemed as unnecessary. Yeah, uh, but it's it doesn't stick with you. Like it hasn't got any holding power as a movie. Uh, I'd probably it, say the last ten minutes of that film has stuck with me. Is it something that you think someone would go out of their way to watch if they didn't already know about metal? Well, a lot of people. I did. think it is quite an accessible film, actually, because I yeah. like again, I don't think it lingers on the metal element. It, but that's the it's thing. More based people, around people that the, aren't into metal might enjoy it way more than people are into metal. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, should we uh, talk about Confess? You're going to have to lead on this. Remember that I Confess was sentenced to 14 years in prison oh, and 74 shit. lashes. How many lashes have they got up to now? Was it all in one sitting? I don't know. Whether, can we can we make jokes about this? I mean... What, someone getting whipped? Yeah. Yeah. But not with yeah. a safe word or anything. We're talking about, like, this is... Uh... It's really <clears throat> bad. It's really bad. So what's happened? Have we got any update with what's going on? Are they no. still... Uh, they were sentenced to 14 and a half years in prison by the Islamic Revolutionary Court of Tehran. Uh, for the crime of playing metal. Uh, frontman uh, Niken Kosrabi... Are you so happy we live in a free country? Though? ...has also been sentenced to 74 lashes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Niken and uh, Arash have now both left Iran uh, and are in Norway, where they continue making their music. Well, to be honest, I'm probably <clears throat> stoked that I have left Iran at this time. Yeah. Oh, we've really dated this podcast. <clears throat> um, should we talk about Man of War? Yeah, well, we're going to be talking about Man of War a little bit later <laughs> as well. So, uh, Man of oh, you prick! <laughs> uh, Man of War filed a lawsuit against Hellfest organizers. Did you know about oh, this? Yeah, Jamie? I know about this. It's yeah, so yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, after the band failed to appear in their co-headline slot due to an obstruction to put on the most epic show they could, uh, bassist Joey DeMeo said, uh, "We signed a contract in blood in 1983." And the reason I signed that contract is I wanted the world to know Man of War was the one band that will never fuck our fans. <laughs> no, just kidding. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure that's not the case. Allegedly. Uh, I never played shit music. Hmm. 
uh, or make the fans eat nah, shit. Nah, don't, don't yeah. roll your eyes at that, Tom. As long, as, as, her. as long as it's not an all-ages show, it's fine. <laughs> make the fans eat shit with bad sound, bad lights, and without our equipment. That's the fucking reality. So basically, they didn't play Hellfest. Because the light show wasn't good enough. Yeah. It's a bit like Oliver cancelling their tour because they couldn't afford the lasers. Do you remember that? Yeah, it swung the other way, didn't it? Yeah. Well, Ulva couldn't afford lasers. For their tour. So they, so they, they organised this big fucking tour with, I assume they had no like capital to back it up with to, be, to begin with. So they were expecting the ticket sales to actually pay for all the production costs yeah. of going on tour. But they didn't sell enough tickets. And they had to start scaling it back. Like, do okay. we need the... Uh, do we need the war work the, at the beginning? Do we need the amps? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at each other like, do we need you? What do you do yeah. in the band again? Yeah. But I I feel slightly sad about not about Man of War not being able to bring their battle. But it means, to the it stage. means they've fuck fucked them. their fans. Fuck now. <laughs> yeah, they fucked their fans. That contract that they signed in blood, they've broken it. Yeah. Yeah. They have to break up now. Um Let's go back to talking about Nurgle very quickly. Uh, oh, God. Do you, remember, um, do you remember last year when a couple engaged in oral sex? Yes, I've seen the show? video. Many times. Multiple times. Uh, usually only for it about took 45 him a while. seconds. <laughs> it took him a while. He's on page 47 of Pornhub, but he managed to find it. Just yeah. but the perfect niche that I was looking for. <laughs> so Nurgle said, well, I'm no veteran, but I've seen things. I've seen a lot. Yesterday, we wrapped up a festival season at the legendary Rockskilde Festival in Denmark. Uh, the show was really good, pretty tight, and with a passionate response from local Viking squad. Um... And then adds, I'm happy to see any reaction to our music, really. I'm good with anything but indifference. I'm okay with a little dose of violence, people throwing pieces of their wardrobe, uh, people flipping me off, uh, bullying me. He says bullying me. Uh, girls showing titties. It's all good. Uh, but in my almost 30-year career, I've never seen a couple making out right in front of the stage in the epicenter of the fucking pit. I think it wasn't quite na- making out, Nurgle, was it? No, it wasn't no, It's been out. more than that. The singer reacts, holy shit, half-naked lady was kneeling in front of half-naked dude blowing him for good five to ten minutes while he was raising fists and singing along to our love songs. How cool is that? Uh, it feels good to know that Behemoth is corrupting legions on so many levels. I can't think of any band that would, like, get me to that stage. What? To be blown? Yeah. Like, at a, I at don't, a show. So, so, so I, at a show. Oh, no, I've, like... I've, I think it's probably got less to do with the music. Yeah, I know. more but, to yeah. do with... <laughs> but to get me in the mood. Like, more to do with the whole, you know... Do you not getting blown in front of a bunch of people, kind of thing? Yeah, I'm sure I they were I both don't know I fairly. I can't piss at a urinal around people, so I don't know whether I'll be able to um, step up to the plate. Well, unfortunately, you weren't the man, man of the hour in this situation. <laughs> but yeah, I don't see Behemoth as like an aphrodisiac. Maybe, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Can we think of the sexiest metal band? Um, maybe Satyricon. No. Where quite, did you get quite, that I don't know. That's I was weird. thinking like Danzig or something. But you said, did, you, did you not say black metal band? No, metal right. band. Oh, metal. oh, okay, fine. Mm, Sexiest metal band. <laughs> Zaster. <laughs> yeah. Ideally, uh, 
Leviathan. Oh, he's had a good year, though, hasn't he? He's got a girlfriend now. If you Has follow he? him on... Um, yeah, it's nice. It's nice when someone who's... When you watch that documentary about one woman, one man black metal bands and you go like, this is the most depressing thing I've ever watched. Yeah. And now he's got a girlfriend. Was what was lovely. the... There was the Vice one a few years ago, wasn't there? What was the Australian one? Oh, uh, Streborg. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and he was just a fucking just some, nerd. Just some fucking bogan who's yeah. like, so I write, <laughs> some I write fucking black metal. Beta. I live in like a shed in the fucking yeah. back of my dad's house. <laughs> in the, in the uh, fucking, you know, a bunch it's of down, dingoes yeah. and things. But yeah, I really like black metal, I guess. <laughs> and... <laughs> Um, yeah. I can't wait until we get <laughs> to our, I can't wait until we get to our Japanese episode. <laughs> I can. Jamie's yeah, going to be off, off the fucking chain. <laughs> no, there's, I can't, there, oh, I would never do any kind of racist accents, Matthew. Not on air, at least. No, no just not, full <laughs> stop, that'd be, that'd be inappropriate. Um, so, speaking of sex acts, uh, did you hear about Five Finger Death Punch last year? Aside from them being that one of the single like worst bands fight. in the history yeah. of the world. Yeah. So former drummer for Five uh, Finger Death Punch uh, did a horror-inspired softcore porn series, okay. I believe. Uh, in the new uh, Lady Killer TV series, Jeremy Spencer performs in every episode. <laughs> does he, he performs, but does he, does he perform? Uh, well, I haven't seen it. He did okay. write them co-direct he executive produced them funded (laughs) and provided the music okay he said i've had this idea in my head it sounds like he really really wanted this to happen yeah 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 he said i've had this idea in my head for a long time what a perv uh and is now and it was now or never in terms of pulling the trigger and making this series happen uh he uses the stage name kyle calbasa Oh, like a sausage, like a Polish sausage. Yeah. Uh, When we first approached the performers about it, I was excited about the very real potential for this to be a hit. And they were as excited as I was to shoot it. Sure, you were paying them. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of which, we actually need to do an episode on this when we start doing some more, because we've only done one movie review this year, but there is one movie that I absolutely want to watch, which is... The Rob Zombie. No, uh, we were going to do an entire filmography of Rob Zombie, yeah. and I'm kind of glad that we didn't. We're going to have to wait for his next film. Is it um, Slayers? No. Is oh, it Kirk Hammett's? No. We talked about it. Who is it? Stanzig. Right, right. So we need to watch his directorial debut, which was supposed to be an erotic adventure into horror and just oh, became a comedy film. Yeah. To which everyone described it deliberately as, a comedy film. No, or is it just everyone described it as the ho- uh, the the room <clears throat> of horror films, which is a pretty fucking steep accusation to make, considering the majority of horror see, films are the room of horror. This films. is this is part of the reason why I really want to see the unfixed version of Cats, <laughs> because it's almost reached a room level of like cult status of just how bad it is. Did you? Did you get a little little tuggle in your, your jeans when you were watching the trailer for it? Though? Why did they give um, Taylor Swift's Swift character bitties. cat tits and yeah. none of the other female cats have them? <laughs> literally, about Judy Dench? Mate, I have no fucking problem with that. Well, she's, Swift, she's wearing the fucking skin of another cat. And they had like, to, I love, they had to paint out Jason Derulo's penis as well. Did they actually? Yeah. <laughs> 
Because it was a, just... He's got a monster He was dog. too hanging. big. He was just hanging dong in these fucking lycra cat trousers. Yeah. And they had to get rid of the bulge for everything. Jesus. Um, There's uh, worse things in life, isn't there? Yeah. So, uh, Slayer played their final show. Yeah. Finally. They, yeah. Finally. Was this, with it? Was this without Dave Lombardo? Uh, I don't no. think uh, no. It was with um, uh, no. Dave Lombardo is currently playing drums for Dead Cross and the Justin Pearson thingy. Yeah, band. and Misfits. Yeah, and Justin Pearson once said "Happy Birthday" to me on Facebook. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. <laughs> he had a Facebook page for a while where, well, I think he still has it, where he just accepted anyone, and he posted on my wall once when I was like twenty. Did you screen that shit? Yeah, that? <laughs> I fucking lost my shit. <laughs> It's like fucking Justin Pearson said happy birthday to me. This is insane. Um, Kiss, you say you say finally played their last show. Was anyone wanting them to play their last show? No, it's just because it, someone was gagging. No, for. it was because um, they've been on their final like, tour take for Yella fucking yeah. years. Uh, yeah, but it's not like Kiss. Yeah, but like, like, when everyone's like, fuck it now. No, but it is a bit like that because Tom Araya hasn't been able to do it for years. Elaborate on do it. <laughs> vocally <laughs> right okay and just like yeah just generally and like Kerry King is still Kerry King and whoever they've got playing bass since Hanneman died not playing bass guitar since Hanneman died mm. some do uh Gary fuck off Was Gary it? Holt from Exodus get the fuck out <laughs> okay fine <laughs> some do um and then didn't they have um what's his name from am I thinking of someone else Lamb of God playing drums oh no. probably no, I'm thinking of. Uh, oh fuck me! This is dead air. Yeah. Shit, yeah, I can't remember. He, he played. He, he started playing in a different metal band. Um, yeah, but they've they finally. But they, they backtracked the, pretty quick because they, they said the video though, like the, uh, the they did a film. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like they were doing shows based around that as well. So I don't know if they. Uh, but they the backtracked pretty quickly because they're saying that. It, Whilst it's the end of them live, it's not necessarily the end of them recorded. As a brand. And to be honest, I'd rather it would be the end of them recorded than yeah. it would be the end of yeah. them live. 100%. So, it's Chris Adler and he plays drums in fucking Megadeth. Right, right okay. Right, right, Speaking okay. of which, what a fucking turn into it. Yeah. If you were to go... Did you go on holiday this year, Jamie? <laughs> um, I was going to, but I didn't in the end. Where were you going to go? I was going to go to France. Okay. Why it. go to France when you could... could when you could go on the Megadeth cruise? Oh yeah. <laughs> Terrible. What a stupid Does, idea. Right. Loads Let's, of bands do that now. I, I but thought, a cruise. I yeah, know no, a bunch of bands do that. Yeah. No, like a load of pop punk bands used to do it. Newfound Glory did it, Paramore did it. And they just That's not an excuse for evil Messy. though, is it? Messy. Cruises are a bad idea anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're just, you just a petri dish. Lock of... a bunch of people all on a floating thing together and you're all going to get dysentery. Yeah. <laughs> what is... So, I feel that Jamie and my history of bands, like one of the one of the linchpins of it has oh, Megadeth. been Megadeth. Yeah. Can we level with each other and say... Because we always said that out of the big four, Megadeth are in the top. Are they actually better than Metallica? So, Megadeth, so as a band currently now, no. They no. suck. Yeah. Really? I think, no, no, no. I think Megadeth. I think Megadeth, Megadeth in terms of an experience is like 
when you watch the like that that um rude awakening dvd is still it's fucking still- banging and megadeth were really good mm. for about two and a half albums worth of material in the late 80s and early 90s um they don't offer as much they're not they're a pretty they, they seem like a pretty boring i haven't never seen them live by the way um they seem like a pretty boring band to watch live yeah because they literally just stand there at least i know metallica are pretty corny and there's only so many times you can watch jason trujillo spin around in a circle <laughs> holding his bass out in, in the air and um they're all pretty boring and we know that lars ulrich is a tool and whatnot etc etc but it's a lot more interesting than megadeth standing there in a line playing megadeth songs yeah mm. but uh, and megadeth i think some of the bad megadeth albums are worse than the bad metallica albums because they're just nothing worse than lulu they're just so boring i think no, honestly no no, no. They, fuel they and refuel like, are still reload. better than you mean the reload work? yeah sorry you mean load reload and reload, reload. <laughs> and reload are bad but they're like metallica bad, which, is, which is which is kind of which is hilarious in a way and you can listen to them and get some kind of sick enjoyment out of it because it's so shit but like until it sleeps and i think that might be my first memory of kerrang tv is the video for until it sleeps which is fucking such a good music video you both seem to be ignoring the fact that dystopia that was released in 2015 by megadeth was actually a really fucking good yeah it has some good songs it's really good. So it has some good songs. Like a Tout Le Monde and all that kind of stuff was utter garbage, but garbage in a really bland way. And I think that does put Megadeth on a slightly lower plane than Metallica. And Metallica did have more good records. I just think the good Meta- the good Megadeth records are like so up there. Yeah. Right. We will do an episode on Metallica versus like at some the- point. Yeah. Rust rust in peace and peace sells, man, are just absolutely sublime. But Metallica, uh, first record, Kill Em All, good or not good? Good. Good. Uh, What's the next one? Why are we doing this? Ride the Lightning, good or not good? Very good. Very Okay. Uh, Master of Puppets, good. 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 And Justice Justice. for All, good. Good. Yeah. Very good. Black Black Album. album. Yeah. Yeah, good. It's stomping. (laughs) <laughs> it's fucking stomping. So we've got five good records. With right, at least okay. Two, at least two of those being very good. Right, okay. Um, load? Yeah. That's, good. This is when they start to peter this off. Is, reload, not good. No. No. Uh, Garage Inc., is that next? Yeah, yeah. but that's like a covers album. Yeah. It doesn't count. It's fucking uh, awful. Does it jump from there to Sent Anger? Yes. Fucking hell. Sent Anger, not good. Get out, Jamie. Fuck off. There are some it's riffs endearing. in there, man. It's there endearing, are some riffs. isn't it? It's it endearing. You look back it's, at it's like, kind of, it's a simpler kind of, time. It's kind of cute. You're like, <laughs> you watch it and you're like, oh, you guys, you've been through so much. And then we this got, is, and this is what you brought to us. Death Magnetic, fucking garbage, hot garbage. Yeah. Um, and finally, was that the one with Self Destruct? Oh, yeah. I have not even listened to it. Apparently, uh, no, I did listen to it once. It's new thrash. Isn't it, it is a bit of a return to form, but to mm. which form are we talking <laughs> I about? I doubt it will be lyrically. That was a good rundown. Should we go into an actual rundown of... Because we're up... I haven't even fucking finished. There was so much else that happened, but let's... Go on, do... do, Skip to the end. Basically, what we were planning on doing... Yeah. Tom's going to do one more. I'll do one more. Should we do Watain? Or... Man, there's just so much that happened. Just just read them all out and we'll pick one. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, So, 
Aussie following a bloodburst. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just read the, read the title. So just do Watain, Aussie, something else, something right. else. I'm just going to do Watain. I'm just going to fucking do Watain. I want to know what the other ones you've got are. No, I'm just going to do Watain. A monomath. <laughs> corny band. Know. Fucking corny band. They opened up a tattoo parlor on the road. That's disgusting. You know that how sounds like a, dirty you get. Yeah, that sounds tour. like a fucking infection waiting to happen. Yeah. I'm just going to fucking talk about Watain because we never talk about Watain and they need to be called out. So Watain's guitarist, uh, Pelle Fosberg, uh, was banned from entering the US for five years and he blamed Trump's border policies. Okay. Uh, Did he try and... When he, was, when he was banned, was he trying to enter the US through the Mexico border? <laughs> yeah, I think they were. Illegally. Uh, so he's, uh, he was taken Without a, a passport. He was taken aside by a border and customs officer um, with the band saying he was then locked in a cell and interrogated. Um, the authorities searched for information about Watain online and sifted through the guitarist's phone and didn't approve of his pictures of motorbikes, hunting, and various things related to Satanism, black metal, and countercultural. I know, right? And countercultural in general. Motorbikes and hunting are like two of the fa- most favorable things that Americans do, right? Surely. Go hunting on motorbikes. Yeah. Go driving um, a Harley around the forest with a fucking AR-15. <laughs> so after he was held overnight, uh, his visa, which had been granted five times previously, uh, was revoked and the guitarist was uh, deported back to Mexico. Um, back where he came from. And he said, this is what you get with an imbecile Christian racist ape ruling the nation and defending it at all costs from anything that can be considered alien and therefore unacceptable and potentially dangerous. He said, I don't have any illegal stuff on my phone, nor a criminal record. For sure, some pictures can be disturbing for normal people. Uh, I don't live a normal life. And this is all... This is getting real edgelord. It's weird, isn't it? Um, It's pictures of me riding bikes with friends, me chopping heads off roadkill, welding weird things that look frightening, pictures from tours where obviously weird shit happens all the time. If you were to be looking for a school shooter. (laughs) Nothing illegal, no bullshit. Um, And then, here's the clangor. Uh, Of course, they also started to Google Watain. And of course, they stumble upon these low-life fuck faces that accuse Watain of being a right-wing band. Um, This tiresome lie that's been going on for a while. Americans would have loved that, though. Yeah. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, come in. Uh, Didn't really (laughs) help. I'm really sorry. Didn't realise you you were a bunch of fascists. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Didn't really help me in this situation. They just, they're never going to get away from this. No. They're never, ever going to get away from this. It's going to hold them they until the day to. they disband. No, they don't. If anything, it takes people like us to <laughs> ensure that the... Yeah. Armed with nothing but a microphone yeah. and a fucking... Okay, before we do our rundown, <laughs> before we do our rundown, I just want to reel off some notable releases. Not all good, but there's and a not lot all of bad. good stuff. And not all bad either. Right, notable releases... And if you want to interject, just jump in. Just very quickly. Yeah. Just very quickly. If we're talking about top things for last year, as the connoisseur in the group, Jamie, what was the top meme of last <laughs> the year? The top meme? Fuck me. Um, off the top, <laughs> the top of my head. Um, Speaking of which, I had to update, uh, I had to upgrade my, um, my, iCloud, uh, my iCloud account this morning from two gigabytes to two terabytes so jumping from two pounds to like 6.99 
purely for the fact that I'd hit my threshold by the amount of memes that I have on my phone. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. That's a really fucking difficult question. What have been some of your favourites? <laughs> some of them are so <laughs> ridiculous to try and describe, though. Um, the the me and the boys memes were pretty good. good. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, there's um. Hang on, I'm trying to actually seek some inspiration here. Um. Just the theme. You don't have to do like a specific meme. Anyone. Just anyone. Doesn't have to be last year. (laughs) At this point. Just literally, Jamie, just hurry up and pick literally anything. I don't know. Oh, Oh, fucking fucking hell. Jesus Christ. Are we going to say... No, that's World War II. Matt, do you Uh, have one? Um... There's, top meme. World, there's World War Three memes, which were fun. No, that's this the, year. What, I, what I, I did enjoy the um, Jeremy versus Boris memes. Yeah, for a long time. I'm gonna say. So one, one. there's various iterations of like, um, like, hey, stupid liberal, you dumb libtard, kind of memes that I, I enjoyed. I'm going to say a top meme for myself was probably uh, was probably the Pride ones or companies at the oh, end of yeah. Pride. Oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> that yeah, was yeah. Great. That was great. That was really good. And I guess tall memes. Fucking hell. We are with, yeah, right. the, well, the ones I really liked, the, um, there was the meme of the dude sucking his own dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, especially in reference to tall, is... Uh, pretty appropriate uh i'm gonna say oh i'd really like the meme of the the meme of the hairy dude from question time yeah which was the um mr corbyn age of sigmar has been a disastrous failure for the british public will the labor government nationalize games workshop and bring back classic (laughs) walk out of fantasy battle (laughs) right okay i'm gonna i'm just gonna list off some notable very quickly okay boomer and baby yoda oh okay yeah yeah yeah. uh tall fear Mm. Disappointing. Uh, Slipknot. Slipknot, we are not your kind. That went to number one. Uh, Devin Townsend with Empath. Uh, Candlemass, The Door of Doom. Opeth, Incalder Venom. Baroness, Golden Grey. Into Armour, Sulphur English. Gatekeeper with Deserted. Spirit Adrift, Divided by Darkness. You've already put three records on my actual <laughs> top ten. Cult of Luna, yeah. Dawn to Fear. A- yeah. Abigail yeah. Williams, Walk Beyond the Dark. Amon Amarth with Berserker. No, no, that's uh, a no one's top ten. Sun, Life Metal and Pyroclass. Uh, Death Spell Omega, The Furnaces of... Oh, can Avenge. we have that on here? Are we allowed yeah, to? No. Uh, idle Hands. Five. <laughs> Angel Witch with Angel of Light. Kano with Gentle Illness. Mismore, Cairn. Grand Magus with Wolf God. Dead to a Dying World, Elegy. Alcest with Spiritual Instinct. Full of Hell, Weeping Choir. Overkill, The Wings of War. Whitechapel, The Valley. Cattle Decapitation, Death Atlas. Mm-hmm. Sarah with Forgotten Paths. Uh, Ultimate, Something Wicked Marches You in. listing the entire year of albums. No, these are just what notable. the fuck? Two Batushka records. Waste of Space Orchestra with Synthiosis. Dark Throne with Old Star. Oh, None. Oh, shit. 
<laughs> He's changed it. <laughs> I'm going back into my top None <laughs> with Damp Chill of Life. Amazing record. Uh, Gals Weird with Gaster, Ghost Invited, Rotting Christ with The Heretics, Blut aus Nord, Hallucinogen, uh, Atlantean Codex, The Curse of Empire, uh, Black Salise released a record this year, uh, Venom Prism with Samsara, uh, Cavalier, Destiny Court, Lingua Ignota with Caligula, Dawn Raid, uh, Behold Sedition, Plain Song, uh, Possessed, Revelations of Oblivion, Misfaming with uh, Al Jimmy, Six. is it Al Jimmy? Uh, Maglar with Age of Excuse, Mayhem with Damon, and Iron Griffin, Curse of the Sky. Right, well, given the fact that you've given away the majority of mine yeah. in Jamie's top ten, let's just, just fucking get how, right Tom, into how, it. Literally, how, how up on a high horse do you want to get? <laughs> My top oh, ten is so far wait. superior to yours. Okay. So he sticks his glasses back up right. on his nose. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> actually, I think you'll find the best. Like, so we're going to do our top ten, but... You guys haven't got it actually in an order. Oh, another oh. good 2019 meme is the still of um, Adam Driver from Marriage Story. <laughs> doing the- Don't you dare compare yeah. me to my dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, just very quickly, any honourable mentions of music outside the metal sphere that anyone wants to bring up? Not really. Just very quickly. I mean, we'll be here all day. Uh, no, we won't. Just chuck an album out. You have one album that you want everyone to listen to right now. Herod? What's that? How is that non-metal? I guess it is metal. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is metal. It's literally a metal record. Yeah. Just because they're from Listen to uh, Rust and Kelly. Oh, Rust and Kelly was good. That was such a great album. Right, so what, about, I'm, what, what about Dave? Dave? No, I didn't really like it that much. So right, so I'm going to... I'm gonna. It's all right. I'm going to check out, uh, I'm going to chuck out an album, which I only just started listening to in the last couple of weeks. Oh, yeah, and Jamie, I didn't how much on a bet is Ghost Team? It's not. It's going to be Ghost Teen. Oh, I'm not. I, I really like. Um, I really like. Nick it's Cave. got a country Nick twang Cave. to it. Though. Orville Peck. Yep. So no Tom York. No fucking. Um, so I had no. Are we forgetting about Yeezy himself here? By the way. Oh, uh, I listened to that record and his, his I, gospel I, album. Yeah, I. Uh, you are <clears throat> you are the aficionado of of. Yeezy, so I would have thought that you would have been all about it. But I don't like it. Not. No, no, don't rate it. But Orville Peck, I, I hate has anyone him. else listened to Orville Peck? Yeah, very quickly. Incredible. Yeah, love very it. good. I have love it. Chocolatey vocals. So That's nice. Yeah. yeah, Jamie, do you have one? Uh, not really. Okay, good. All right, <laughs> let's do our top ten. Uh, mine is sort of in an order. Yours. Mine is only just because I couldn't be up. Yeah. Okay, I'll start. Right. <laughs> It's not going to detail. We're on the clock here. Yeah. Number 10, yeah. Uh, Blood Incantation. Okay. With Hidden History of the Human Race. Oh, there's a surprise. Yeah, there's a big surprise. Was well, that number 10? Mine's not in an order, so. Yeah, mine's kind of in an order, but not really. Right. <clears throat> What's yours? You can start. Do one. Um, so I'll just do the five, the six albums that you just put on your list. No, you're no, you're not good one. enough to my just top give us 10 one. list. Give so us I, one. I had Inter Armour, Soul for English. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Pretty good. I prefer their other record. No, oh, fucking hell. So mine is uh, <laughs> mine's Cult of Luna, Dawn to Fear. Of course it is. I'm surprised and, that's, that's the only record that you've listened to this year. Oh yeah, because everything else sucks. That's not true. But and yeah. Cult of Luna don't release bad music. So yeah, I'd have to say <laughs> that this was probably the the first track on that record is one of the strongest songs I've ever released. But yeah. it's not a consistent record for me. It does. 
nosedive. Not nosedive. Mariner was amazing, to yeah. be fair. I put off listening to Mariner because I was wondering whether having another influence in there from a person outside the band nah, would it just muddy makes it, it. It just makes it, it makes it better. Makes it better, yeah. Cool. But, yeah. Cool. Number nine. Uh, Triumvirfal with Urine of Abomination. Okay. Uh, tall. Fear inoculum. It's low down in my list, Tom. It's embarrassing. But it's there. But as I was saying before, we were arguing about this before we started recording. As I was saying before, I've been such a massive Tool fan I bet for has. a long time. Yeah, I know. All right. I know it's... Yeah, I was, it's, I was uh, making cool. another gay joke, but... Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I've been a big Tool fan for a long time. And it's been such a long time since they listened to music. Since they listened to music? <laughs> Obviously. Clearly, fucking clearly. Since they released music. Because Maynard's been too busy making wine or whatever he does now yeah yeah um showing up on joe rogan podcast. yeah showing up on joe rogan doing mma not mma but jujitsu and whatever he does <laughs> fucking um, cbd or yeah um that i was just i've been looking forward to a tall album for a long time it holds a bit more i may be completely biased against it tom's shaking his head about me putting a record in here just because it's a band that i like that released an album yeah how it's fucking nonsensical but anyway, right. that's it. Go on, Matt. Uh, Dog Throne All Star. Oh, that's a quick entry there. Just yeah. Remember to put that one in. Uh, yeah, I can't even remember who I took out now. Number eight, uh, Crip Sermon, The Ruins of Fading Light. Fantastic record. Mm-hmm. 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 Number Ch- eight for me is Crip Sermon, The Ruins of Fading Light. Really? Oh, no, see, yeah. we agree. <laughs> <laughs> because I have been crazy into that sort of metal recently the especially like new wave of traditional yeah visigoth yeah excellent example i would have put them in there having their but their last album was 2018 so, so oh, not consistent on this podcast so mine is a roundabout way of putting this band in my top 10 because they've probably been my most most listened to band of this year but the last album studio album that they released was in 2017 so this is so it doesn't count. So this is a live album. Oh, okay. Which so I normally does. hate. So you just, so you just, can you just say who it is? So I normally hate live albums, but this is my roundabout way of putting them in my top 10. This is Grave Pleasures live at Roadburn. Right. Because okay. I am a I bit of a... I don't think that counts. Yeah, that doesn't count. It does count. Because I'm a little bit of a so goth. You've got a top nine. I did want to put that I'm in a little there. bit of a goth. So, so he, you've got nine choices now. Yeah. No, yeah. fuck um, off. Number, number, number seven for me is Obsquai. Uh, okay. The Palms of Sorrowed Kings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, showed up in our last one. Yep. So, yeah, yeah. Um, Alcest, lovely. Yeah. So showed I, up in the last one. I'm still torn with that record. Would you care to elaborate? No. Yeah. No, that's fine. Why? Next. <laughs> <laughs> so mine is uh, Sun Life Metal. I didn't actually say the title of it. Sorry, Alcest Spiritual Instinct. Yeah. Okay. Sun Life Metal. Yeah. It's great. In fact, better than Pyroclass. Uh, I haven't really given enough time to pyroclast, but have you seen you can buy the uh, life pedal again from Earthquaker Devices? Yeah. Is it actually back up again now? No, no, but it's an, might... it's, a, it's an Earthquaker Devices iteration, which is the same circuit. Yeah, I might think about it. So it's it not then. the huge one; it's going to be a, a cheaper one. Well, that's better, surely. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. It just looks like a normal uh, Earthquaker pedal. No. Number six, Cloud Rat with Pollinator. Mm. Didn't Blondie released an album with exactly the same name? Oh, I'm not sure. This year, called oh, Pollinator. Really? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Okay. You're welcome. Jamie? Uh Miss Thurming. Okay. I'll glare me. I'll glare me. Because you're banging Scar. Because I love that. That's the only, I actually fast forward through the whole record. <laughs> fast forward because apparently I 
have it on tape. CD. <laughs> um, yeah, I just go for that one bit. Cool. Uh, I'm going to go number six, uh, Ringworm, Death Becomes My Voice. Right, yeah. It's a slap and hardcore record, yeah. and I've been desperate for a slap and hardcore Terrible recently. artwork. Yeah, Some awful. of the worst artwork I've seen for a very long time. Uh, number five for me is Departure Chandelier with Antichrist Rise to Power. Uh, have you listened to this? Either of you? No. It's Napoleonic black metal. Oh, fuck it. Uh, it's got members of Ashpool and uh, Keister in it. It's fucking uh, great. People only allowed to be like five foot in order to play in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Jamie? Um, Latitudes, Part Island. Oh, I haven't listened to this. What is that? A feeling might like wow, mine is, is far is, more basic. This is unheard than, uh, of. What, for Tom not yeah. to be up on a record? Yeah. I feel um, like my... You were saying before we recorded this that you felt that yours was pretty basic. I'm feeling like mine's real basic right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm feeling like yours Mine's pretty basic. Super <laughs> fucking basic. Um, you, have you listened to... You must have listened to Latitudes before. Yeah, I just didn't... I had, they're not really on my radar that... I've just... Often. I've just liked them a lot. The guy has mm. very nice vocals. Cool. Big, right, so there's, some, there's some very there's there's lots of bits where they sound like riffs that I would have liked to have written myself. Right. Okay. Cool. Right. I know what your number one is. Number five. I've just realised I've only got nine. By the way. Oh, you <laughs> fucking hell. Just uh, take one. Take one of mine. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> number five. Full of hell. We Good. Quiet. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not like I'm not jumping on the full of hell bandwagon but i do appreciate the fact that they're doing something different it's a really good yeah. record it's, it's one of their strongest ones yeah. uh number four for me is uh blue Tusk nord with hallucinogen mm. yeah cool nice. i love it yeah i can't get enough of it um number four for me is cult of luna that far up. number four well might, like i said mine isn't really in an order i'm just doing <sighs> an order now right number four venom prison samsara yeah it's a good record. Uh, it's it slaps. There's better death metal. Out oh, there. Of course, there is. It's good. Like, yeah, it's not the kind of death metal that I'm super duper into. I can't listen to it for a very yeah. long time. Yeah, but, uh, I don't know. I can listen to it more than most death metal records. I, I count yeah. it in the same way as I can't listen to certain kinds of black metal for a very long time. Mm, yeah, but it's like, like more than three production minutes. quality. No, 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 no. Just like more than three minutes, and I'm like, come on, is the next song going to be a little bit like yeah. this? Yes, it yeah. is. Uh, number three for me is um, Ms. Moore with Cairn. Some fucking brilliant doom. Cool. <laughs> you had the approval from that um, side. I've, I've got Spirit Adrift now. Do you? Yeah. I've only recently listened to that record and it fucking slaps. It really slaps. It's so good. It's precisely the... Here's a question for you. Yeah. Spirit Adrift or Gate Creeper? Spirit Adrift. I think I might agree. I do love Gatecreeper. I like Gatecreeper, but like Spirit of Drift just ticks way more in my boxes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Where are we up to? Three? Yeah. Cattle Decapitation, Death Atlas. I'm not into that record. I, no, not fast. It's not right, human so, enough. Hmm? It's not human enough. I think one of the... I, I've never been a big... So to Cattle, Deca, uh, Cattle Decapitation is still doing... Do they do drum machines and yeah. stuff like that? No, no, yeah, they, they don't anymore. Do. So yes, no, they don't. They've grown me that, since. Then. Sorry, are you telling me there's no fucking drum machine they're on far, Death Well, Atlas? there may be, but they're far the, more. 
Because I remember listening to them back in the day and being like, I'd yeah. rather listen to Pig Destroyer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're not like Pig Destroyer. Anymore. Yeah, no, I'm talking about, so I'm talking about 10 years ago. They lean heavily into more. What a band Pig Destroyer are, by the way. I fucking love Pig Destroyer. Less into, didn't they release a record this year? Anyway, um, yeah, this Death Atlas kind of leans more into, it's less grindcore more death metal-y and far more... They've actually just released, two days ago, a reissue of 38 Cancer Battery. Ah, right, cool. Uh, far more apocalyptic, like real like depth in terms of yeah. what they're doing melo- uh, melodically. I like the subject matter of the record, but I just think the riffs aren't there for me no i dig it it's fine uh number two for me is magic circle with departed souls oh that is a choice that is a that is a good choice banger. i forgot about that <laughs> you can add it in I can, I can i'll tell you what i will retroactively put that in down the bottom of my there list because that is a really good record oh, thank you right, it's okay. fucking amazing again new wave of traditional heavy yeah. metal absolutely killing it at mm. the moment to, like to i would have put like if this was a, another year ago i would put summerlands in there as well yeah 2019 like was an amulet absolutely yeah. amazing bands they would have they're an honorable, uh, honorable mention for me for mm. sure um 2019 saw an incredible return for death metal thrash was doing pretty well but this new wave of traditional See, heavy metal is absolutely this is the thing that i am the most into yeah out of all of this the thing i'm most happy about like yeah what, it's nostalgia. great having, <laughs> no, yeah but nostalgia but in like a kind of they've all got a modern way about mm. them and it's really nice so instead like, of bringing something like new it's great, to it's great having new cult of lunar albums and new inter armor and all this like heavy mm. post metal and all that kind of stuff which is not it's good it's not really daring in any kind of no kind of way but like yeah it's great it's also because yeah obviously i've been playing a lot of dungeons and dragons and <laughs> it fits in very well with that songs about things with swords and killing stuff um yeah and Shot- obviously this is all like, uh, it's just shit that people listen to like Manila Road like way too much back in yeah, the day. Yeah, I fucking love Manila Road. Yeah. Uh, Visigoth's your, cover of Necropolis. Two? It's uh, absolutely superb. Mm. Monte mm. Bene. Uh, what's, <laughs> what's your number two? Um, so because I fucked up and only did nine, um, is this technically that one? means oh, I fucking know you yeah. dropped one in retrospectively well, I, yeah I dropped one in retrospectively so that, that shifts everything two. up so it means it's now spirit adrift again because <laughs> I put or magic circle let's say it's magic circle as well yeah okay Matt um, so we talked about this last time and I can't put it at number one because it's technically not a metal album but I oh, there was gonna, gonna be one you were twin, gonna you were gonna do this twin we temple. do a metal podcast it's twin temple it, we do a metal podcast. It makes sense. But I'm not going to put a metal album in there. Yeah. So it's Are you saying it's because they have a metal mindset? Yeah. That there's metal ethics in there? Do you not consider that worthy of being, worthy of inclusion, Tom? It's doo-wop. Yeah, but... I mean, yeah, it is... Whatever! <laughs> <laughs> the music is very far from being metal. I it's love it. Good, it's though. great. Yeah. But it's yeah. the same reason why I don't put fucking Orville Peck in my top yeah. ten. Because this is a metal podcast. Yeah, but mm. anyway. Yeah, but mm. yeah. My number yeah, one, mm. Denzel. Curry. Oh wait, I've got. I do have a joint number one. My number one is actually the Tyler the Creator album. Yeah, I do have a joint number one, so I could, I could ostracize that and then put, put Storm, the, the, Stormzy. 
No. Since yeah. his last album. Well, fuck it then. And fuck you, Tom. So my number two is going to be Rotting Christ the Heretics. Okay, yeah. Uh, Fine, That's a metal record. Yeah. So I'm putting that there. Fun. But by that account, that means that now this app, this record is now number one. So up yours, Tom, because you're not going to enjoy it. What's your number one, Tom? Uh, my number one is uh, Guards Gaster with Slit Throat Requiem. Mm. Some Slip very, I've literally never even heard of that. Some <laughs> very, very depressive symphonic black metal. Okay, loved it. Lovely, Jamie. Um, uh, num- let me fucking guess. My number one is Idle Hands, Manor, mm-hmm. and it's fucking superb. And it's li- one of the records that I've listened to the most this year because not only have I found it interesting and fun, it is, but I found it very. Like I know you like to be challenged by your music, Tom. You like you like listening to it to be a di- to be difficult, to be not it's something you take enjoyment from. <laughs> but I found this record so easy to put on and jam to that I listened to it a whole load. But and sure yeah, I found it a really sure life a really sure nice choice. like a fun cross between uh, Danzig and Paul Bearer. Yeah, and I like that a lot. Yeah. So what's your number one? So. Due to the changes that I had to make, my number one is Man of War, the final battle. <laughs> Eat a dick, Why? Tom. Why? Because fucking the first is track actually, on that though? record, the first track on that record slaps so hard. Like I've not heard a fucking, some of them makes me want to pump my fist as hard as that record. Okay. Not towards any particular area, like <laughs> one member of the band wanted to, but... Uh, yeah, it's not even. So, on, it's not on Spotify. How is that? How is that your number one? Because it. According so to Spotify, good. they haven't released an album since 1996. It's an EP. And it's an EP. There's nothing wrong with putting an EP on there. Fine. It is a release of 2019. That's not on Spotify either. And just happens to be the best release of 2019. What's the song so called? Final I, battle. The final battle. Right. Let's just let's do let's do what you were dreaming of and close out the show listening to fucking Man of War and close no, out 2019. No, 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 no. I mean, according to, Sorry. I don't know whether Matt's got confused, but according to Spotify, this is a song from Les Miserables. <laughs> okay, cool. Right, just before we uh, sign off, I've got a little treat for us. Uh, oh, A gift. Hell. Can you just pass me the pot, please? Um, the pot? I was, <laughs> the, the, the jar. Um, I was gifted Cully's Firewater Hot Sauce. Is this a paid uh, promotion, Tom? As a, if, if I fucking get more of it, yeah. Um, so it's basically what it de- defines itself as is a uh, Carolina Reaper and Scorpion, um, Scorpion Chili Hot Sauce. So Carolina Reaper, if people are unaware, is the hottest chili uh, in the world. I'm only this like is, have a little. I'm this is really going to sort the men out bit. from the boys. All right. Absolute the tiniest little dab of this. Yeah, I'm not. Eating That's all that. thick as. I'm not eating all of that. Go on. No. Oh, it's just a smidge. There you it go. Smells right. like it hurts. It, it is painful. I'll have a little bit as well. I really like it. <clears throat> if this is going to make me shit blood for a okay. couple of days. Cheers. Here's to 2020. Great. Here's to eggs in Ferris. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Fucking I hell. Know, I, I didn't even eat my spoonful. It is hot. And 
That is warm. Matt, Matt looks sad. Why would you... Like, I don't get me... Like I was saying before... It builds, it creeps, I like spicy it creeps stuff. like fuck. <laughs> Matt literally can't speak. <laughs> <laughs> but what is the point of this, other than some, like, sadistic... It's, it's literally for this. Like... <laughs> I get wanting to be like fucking choked out and like slapped in the mm. face when you're. It's hot as fuck. Right, but like this this kind um, of level of personal oh, injury. Yeah. <coughs> on uh, on that note, a face <clears throat> satanist, bitches. <laughs>